Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. We have reached Season 6, Episode 4, Flooded, original air date, October 16th, 2001. A flood of emotions! Yo, you called it so hard, right? Yeah, the house floods. <laughs> and then somebody made an arc joke, which was kind of a shout to my joke about mm. what it was going to be about. So I think we were both right. I think I was more right in that the flood starts off and it is comedic amount of water. It's, it's almost like this so is a comedy. Silly. It's just a silly <laughs> amount of water. Buffy fixes one leaky pipe. And six plus pipes burst all around the walls. Yeah. Apparently, this is my fun fact for the episode. Mm. I'm just shooting my wad, you know, right at the beginning. Blowing your load? <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's like a pipe bursting. Anyways. Uh, so apparently, they originally intended this to happen to Spike in Xander's basement in Doomed. Oh, he's <laughs> fixing that thing. Yeah. He does, or he's supposed to fix the pipe. Yeah, he's supposed to fix it, and that's when he, the episode where he's, like, super depressed. Yeah, he tries, tries to, to kill himself. stake himself, yeah. and he's, like, wearing the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. It's, like, a bad time for Spike, yeah. So, would have been just as comical, Spike right. get, pr- mm, I say more comical, Spike yeah. getting sprayed. I mean, Dawn, she's just sitting in right the wrong spot, completely the wrong spot. <laughs> just takes it to the face. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> and, like, is it really necessary for poor Michelle Trachtenberg that they're, like, just sit right here. You're going to get blasted with water. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll only do this take two or three times. <laughs> like, Buffy doesn't really get no. that wet. Like, no. she doesn't get hit by any of the jets of water. <laughs> she seems unimpressed at the whole thing, though. Yeah. So, yes, the basement is flooded. They've got to rescue as much as they can. They've got to get this plumber in to tell them that they need to re-copper all of the pipes or something. Full copper repipe, yeah. Oh boy. Uh this brings us into our first segment, which is sort of it's not really like about what the show is doing. It's more about how I feel about things and it's called buy or rent. We're not gonna pay. We're not gonna pay. We're not gonna pay. Last year's Interesting about houses i assume yeah and how when you own a house and all of your pipes burst you have to fucking pay for it so maybe you should just rent things that you don't have to fix man for <laughs> all of our homeowners out there i feel so bad for you or maybe it's great i don't know i'm renting though and it's amazing right i don't have to worry about this sort of thing it's tough though because when you try to talk to someone who has a house they just get defensive and they're like, well, in 30 years, I'll have this thing that's worth a bunch of money. And you're like, you're like, I'll just have all that money that I <laughs> saved not having to fix full copper repipes. And like, there's definitely maybe I'm still paying more overall because it's more expensive than a mortgage mm-hmm. question mark. But yeah, this is just this whole house debacle is giving me such house anxiety. Yeah. That's Good because Lord. you refuse to live in a two-couple house with me. <laughs> <laughs> and our wacky friend Jake is our crazy upstairs uh, neighbor. Just puttering style. around. It would be delightful. Michaela, did you know that there are three words in the English language that contain the word meow? There's meow, meowing, and homeowner. <laughs> 
oh boy, did I not know where that was going. Excellent. I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with this fucking segment? That's what. Tied it back in there. Boom. I have a picture for this Ooh. scene. What's it called? I hope this is a new trend. Look at this fucking necklace what? Okay, Buffy's yeah. wearing. I had some questions about this necklace, but not enough. What? Tell me what's happening in this necklace. I wish I could. So it seems to be sort of a... It's it's me- metallic. It's a metal yes. necklace. And... Um, Good. I was, ho- I was really worried that you would be like, oh, this is a blank. No, This God, is a no. candle on her necklace. Or like the image of a candle or something. It's just some twisted ass metal. That's been flattened out real good. And like, it's like sort of thin and it's supposed to be in a cool design, I guess. But it's just sort of like a, a lump of metal in the center of her neck. Yeah. And I don't really hope it's a new trend because I don't know what to call it. And I'm yeah. sure it's not. Hmm. It's just such an odd necklace that she has and she's the slayer wear a cross we've been over this it's the kind of thing that like if you were at a ren fair and there was some person there who like makes their own necklaces yes you would this buy would be this. a necklace yeah. yeah right so xander brings his friend tito who was mm. mentioned the previous episode over oh was he what was he mentioning? Remember sure. when Xander was complaining that he has no male friends? And oh, then there was this one Tito. guy at work, yeah, Tito. That's Is true. this the same Tito? Perhaps not. Would it be weird to have him reference someone named Tito and then bring a different Tito over? Is this some sort of racial stereotype about construction workers? I'm comfortable saying that this is the same Tito. <laughs> it seems like the... Xander's pretty buddy-buddy with him. Yeah. So yeah, Tito's given them a great deal on this full copper repipe. So money is going to be like a super issue here. Uh, apparently hospital bills have bankrupted Buffy because mm. this is a garbage country Yeah, that they find themselves in where <laughs> trips to the hospital are very expensive. So expensive that, yeah. I think we've been dicks Joyce's about this before. <laughs> but her life insurance. No, it's so bad, no, though. It's really bad. It's terrible. The state of it is such that, like, yeah, we can joke about, oh, ha ha. We have free healthcare in Canada, but like... I don't want to joke. No, this is not me trying not, to joke. This is no. terrible. I feel awful for anyone like in this anyone. situation. Yeah. Like she had insurance and it still wasn't enough because the hospital bills are so outrageous. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I mean, this is like a very real thing that happens to a lot of people where they have some sort of very serious medical thing happen and then they're literally bankrupted by it. Yeah. Yeah. Buffy is seeming pretty unfazed by all of this. She promises that they'll get enough money to pay for bills and pipes and stuff. It's just money. And yeah, she just came back from the dead. That's very reasonable. It is just numbers, you know? You know? Yeah. Like, it's all just a concept. What is money? <laughs> what Let's even not do is that. money, man? Uh, <laughs> so I've got two pictures in quick succession here. Me too. Number one is Gur Arg. So, oh, interesting. So, okay, I actually like your picture better than mine because I was really fixated on these triangles that are happening. On, Triangle madness? Yeah, yeah, on Anya's shoulder. So that's exactly what mine's about. Good. Um, so it's named Gur Arg because uh, it looks like her sho- the shoulder of her shirt is mm, eating her arm. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, yeah. It, like her sleeves are serrated. Yeah. I guess they're just a bunch of triangles instead of a sleeve of any kind. 
So, yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was sure whether serrated or dem sleeves, but I think Gur-Arg and the image of a monster eating her arms. This also really feels like something you could wear to a Ren fair. Mm, and I know I harp it is about Ren, Ren fairs a lot you do. for whatever reason. I am I'm obsessed. Yes, so Anya's sleeves are ridiculous. What else we got going on here? So you've called this numbers, this next right. one, because the numbers on shirts continue primes they're not all primes oh wait there was one that wasn't right in this episode there's another one that's going to not be prime i noticed this too and i did not notice the other oh we'll get there don't you worry yes dawn is wearing a two on her shirt which it's not jerseys right if it was jerseys fine that's that's totally okay it's an unrelated uncorrelated trend that's happening where people just have numbers on their shirts i mean it looks pretty cool right or it's a message that the showrunners are trying to send to us. Don's number two. <laughs> well, Buffy had a number two on yeah, before. Yeah, that's true. What's with, I don't have any shirts with numbers. I probably don't anymore. Mm. When this show was airing, I had Tons. shirts with numbers. Yeah. Of course. What were they for? What were they for? Yes. Uh, and you have Tara is the couch. Right. I don't know if you recall oh, a previous no. episode in which I Tara do. was blending into the couch. Yeah, I remember that She's one. She's doing it again. Uh, her skirt and the couch it's just, it's so similar. are quite similar. The The skirt is a little bit more like reddish, I want to say. They're barely different. Yeah, she was sitting on the couch and I'm just like, where's Tara gone? <laughs> Half of her's in the couch. What's happened? <laughs> She's some bizarre couch centaur. Yeah. Oh, and Willow's sitting on her. That's really problematic for me for some reason. In public, no less. <laughs> Don knows to stay the fuck away from that. She's standing behind the couch quite naturally. Yeah, quite naturally. As normal people would, yeah. you know? Uh, Anya suggests Buffy charge for slaying, which is a good call. Everyone shits all over this idea. Like, it's the craziest thing they've ever heard. Buffy is providing a service. Absolutely. Never do what you're good at for free. No. She implies that Spider-Man charges people for saving them. (laughs) And Xander's like, the action's his reward. And I'm like, no, everyone gets one. Thanks, Spider-Man. Everybody gets one. Tell him, Peter. Uh, Apparently everybody gets one. (laughs) <laughs> Spider-Man right. saves you once for free. Right. And then Eight. you gotta pay. Yeah, you gotta get in there. Yeah. Right? That's how this works. First taste is free. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Anya's mad that Xander never takes her side, but, I mean, she's really just mad about the whole in- secret engagement thing. Still secret. Still no good reason why it's secret. It. So Xander is clearly very nervous about this whole being engaged thing. Oh, yeah. That you might say was his idea it was his idea and i yeah. don't understand the nervousness maybe he just thought one of them would die and he wouldn't have to deal with it honestly it really makes the whole getting engaged because it's the end of the world thing seem a lot sketchier yeah it's super suspect yeah. at this point. like he did not want to and yeah he he tries to sort of explain his reasoning is garbage it's very bad he basically says something to the effect of i want to do it perfectly <laughs> And she's like, or we could just tell everyone that we're engaged and I wouldn't have to keep hiding the fact that we're engaged. Carrying around this secret ring in this tiny bag that I have. <laughs> which a good segue. I, I, did you not take a picture of this tiny ass bag? <laughs> it's pretty small. Yeah. It's so fucking small. It's big enough for a ring to fit in. Yes. <laughs> 
and maybe a purse. You have to remember, people didn't have giant cell phones to carry around. Oh. So, I mean, what did they need? They needed, like, a, a bill? A, a money bill? Did they have credit cards in this time? Who knows? <laughs> they needed their checkbook to the carry year around. 2001. <laughs> ancient history to some yeah but no i look at that and i'm like oh my phone doesn't fucking fit in there yeah <laughs> uh. so yeah xander's garbage and that's fine but buffy's gonna go apply for a loan yeah you know she's she's worried about money but she's like no problem guys i'll just go get a loan like they just hand those things out like candy to people who have never had a job <laughs> why is no one talking about getting jobs not at all through this entire episode no one once floats the idea of a job yeah, like, I'm not saying Dawn should get a job. She should be going to school. But, yeah. like, Buffy... What's Buffy up to? She's not going to college. No? She's staying out all night killing things, but that's par for the course. Yeah? Yeah. Why doesn't she have a job? Oh, we'll have some Buffy gets a job episodes. Oh, yeah, we will. Don't you worry about I that. I know about one of those. Interesting. I wonder which one. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Buffy has brought her old report cards to demonstrate her responsibility to the bankman. Yeah, he's not impressed at all. It's... He lets her down pretty gently, all things considered. All things considered. And he validates us pretty heavily. Bringing us into our second segment. <laughs> we were right. Yeah. And I am right, and you are right, and all is right as right can be. And you are right, and we are right, and all is right as right as right can be. And all is right as right can be. Housing prices in Sunnydale are shit. Now, I don't want to say that you just remembered this and passed it off as your own idea. This is such a weird thing to remember. Maybe it's something that got in there subconsciously. This is not a thrilling episode. I'm sorry. I don't sit around thinking, ooh, I'll watch a random episode of Buffy. How about Flooded? <laughs> That's a real, real gem. I will not remember this episode or anything that happened in it. At all. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we were right about the whole Sunny D house prices being Woo! rock bottom. Rock fucking bottom. Yeah. You know, Buffy should just go get a job at that gallery that Joyce worked at. Joyce that owned is. her own gallery? Like, can't she sell that? I don't know. <laughs> it just, the fact that Buffy is now having so much money trouble just gives me more questions about how Joyce was, was getting, getting the, money. the money. Yeah. Like, they've answered my, how did they afford a house? Yeah. Pretty well by agreeing with us, saying that the housing prices are shit. Yeah. But, like, Buffy makes the point that they've trashed the house so many times. And regardless of the house not being that valuable, replacing things in a house is still pretty expensive. Yeah, so this really is just the entire episode validating our previous concerns about all of the money things. Yeah. And then not addressing them, really. No. Other than saying they are a problem. And Buffy should probably do something about them at some point. Yes. bills, bills, bills. Bills, 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 as... Destiny's Child oh, says? yeah, that's correct. Nice. I actually, yeah, do have a note here. You should probably get a job, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Okay, so Buffy's getting denied for this loan, and then a demon attacks the bank. How did you not take a picture of this guy's fucking shirt? Okay, the, the shirt's pretty great. It is super shiny. It's so shiny. It's shiny, but not quite leather. It's pretty plasticky like it's, it's plasticky just, it's yeah. like a raincoat t-shirt that he's unbuttoned i love it it's great where'd he get it it's so big he's such a big guy and he's a demon he's not built like a person was this custom made i have a lot of questions about this shirt big and tall men's store <laughs> 
<laughs> or it's a tarp that he sewed together. Oh, it does look like a tarp. Yeah. Right. Got to keep dry. He's a demon, probably in the sewer a lot. Yeah. yeah. He does look a lot like Killer Croc. He's robbing in that some bank. Incarnations. Yeah. 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 This guy's Killer Croc. Anyway, he's great. He's uh he's smashing up the place. He's, Actually, he's throwing not people robbing around. the bank. He's creating a diversion. That's true. While unseen hands, well, seen hands, but <laughs> we don't see the people who own the hands. Unseen hands does make it sound like there's just like a spectral floating bag, yeah. and the money is just like floating into it. Unseen others, okay, rob the bank. Yes, they take the money. Who is it? Hooligans. 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 No Youths? doubt. Youths. Mm. <laughs> Damn them. Yeah, so that's pretty great. Uh, Buffy still gets turned down, uh, even after she discourages the demon. She doesn't defeat it. It just runs away. Discourages it. The bank gets smashed up and they lose a bunch of money. Yeah. And then the demon runs away. And she's like, I saved you. Mm, Did you, Buffy? She distracted the demon at the very least. Yep. And threw a gun that hilariously went off because she didn't use proper gun safety hey. yeah. yeah yeah good times uh yeah so that's good this was the note that confused me the most looking over my notes again <laughs> last semester i slept with riley <laughs> says right. willow is yes. the important context yeah. that i had missed out last semester i slept with riley and you know i really doubt it caught me big fib cover up the sleazy affair I had with Angel. So Willow's been noticing that Buffy is very emotionless since she came back. She's a a muted person. It's almost like nothing is good enough for Willow. (laughs) Oh, Buffy, I brought you back from the dead and you didn't say thank you. Oh, Buffy, I brought you back from the dead and now it's like you don't feel human emotions because based on the assumption that you've been in a hell dimension, you're probably pretty fucked up. So maybe it makes a lot of sense that you're not feeling a lot of emotions because you're super traumatized. Anyways. Nothing is good enough for Willow. Nothing is good enough. (laughs) My question when Willow tries to make uh, Buffy angry by saying last semester I slept with Riley Mm. was, who's Riley? (laughs) Yeah, oh, poor old Ryfi. <laughs> I mean, Buffy barely bats an eye. She yeah. may have forgotten his name. And then Willow also brings up Angel. Mm. Yeah, this is Willow trying to make Buffy mad. It mildly works, I guess, because it's just... She makes her confused. Yeah, annoyed. She was mad about the bank denying her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Willow was all happy that she was mad. Yeah, oh, it's good. It's any emotion. Fuck it, good. Okay, so Xander's afraid of getting married. Anya's pissed at him, obviously. We're going to be singing that tune until... Late in this season. (laughs) Basically. Uh, Forever, possibly. Dawn starts doing research, much to Tara's chagrin, uh, and is surprisingly good at it. She just fucking opens the book two times. Second time? There's the demon. Mmm, cookies. (laughs) Mmm, phallic? (laughs) No, fashnek. Fashnek. Mmm, fashnek. Like, mmm, cookies. Yeah. You know, they make, like, a big deal about how Dawn's too young for this, but what age were they when they started doing research? Very similar ages. I guess it's the double standard of being the younger child. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And she's just lost her mom, so... And she's in, like, an emotional state and shouldn't be doing magic things, and Tara wants to keep her away from that. And the first time she opens the book, she hilariously sees a terrifying penis. Yeah. there you go. Real terrifying (laughs) penis. Real terrifying. (laughs) So Don's in the magic box doing this research. Yeah. And who else is in the magic box? Giles. One Rupert T. Giles. He's <laughs> back from England. 
I'm very happy that Giles is back. It's very emotional. Yeah. Sometimes I write things in my notes, like, to the characters, just talking to them. So I asked him, how was England? Rainy? Nice? <laughs> and I didn't really get an answer on that, so... Mm, Apparently Stewart he had, went let me know. to talk to the council? <sighs> Question mark? Why the fuck are uh, we still uh, <laughs> acting like the council's a thing? Oh, I guess they did make the council pay him again, didn't they? Yes. So actually that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That he would maybe talk, because they're sort of his employers. Yeah, he's rehired. So he was just going to leave and does he still get paid if he doesn't hang out with Buffy? I guess she was dead. Does that mean he's not a watcher anymore? No, because they're also watchers. Oh, true say. They're the council of watchers. Even though they he's don't watch her watcher. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're garbage. We yeah, all know this. We've been over it. So many times. So many times. <laughs> they're awful. Uh, so I do have notes about the demon having nice pants and his shirt being so red and shiny. Sure, yeah. Like, his pants are not shiny. They're just really nice dress pants for this demon. He's oddly nicely dressed He's for really well dressed a for a killer croc-esque demon. <laughs> what force could possibly be powerful enough to control, to harness such a force! The raw power! The raw power! Oh, it's a trio of fucking nerds. <laughs> Bringing us into our third and final segment, Mio Trio. Uh, here are my trio Mios. My fave, th my Mio Trios, I'm not calling it that. That's f***ing gross. This is my flog, so I'm gonna man it up. I'm gonna call it my three dicks. <laughs> oh boy, they are the worst. <laughs> they are garbage. They're fun. They're fun. They're also complete garbage. Now that I get every reference they make, mm -hmm. I think I do enjoy it a bit more. They're, they've got ideas, though. So these, these are the bad guys for this season. This is Warren. This is Lil J. And somehow Lil I completely J. forgot that Lil J was one of the trio. He's so adorable. He's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Andrew, who is the younger brother of Tucker, him what with the demon dogs at the prom. Yes. And I've got to imagine that they wanted to get Tucker this back. Is, this is the exact joke, yes. Yeah. They wanted Tucker, and I've definitely read something. Uh, it might have been in that that what could have been segment oh, yeah. that I was looking at, where that it basically said that it, it is possible that their intention was for Tucker to sort of be the you know leader right more so than than warren right uh because maybe like his personality or what he had done previously was like the worst of yeah. the three and so then making him sort of like the yeah instigator of the bad shit that's gonna go down mm -hmm. made more sense but without him yeah, they, they couldn't get Tucker, so they just have this character they've made up, who's Tucker's brother. Yeah, <laughs> never mentioned before. Yeah, and he's, he just gets so pissed at being compared to his brother. And, oh no, I did the flying monkeys at the school play. <laughs> yeah, it's all good times. And it's a running gag, obviously, yeah. throughout the season. Well, we're happy to see Tom Link. We are. Andrew is his yes. character name, yeah. Anyway, Tom Link is great. Yeah, he is very fun. And then, I mean, he was already on the show and at this point is well on his way to becoming a Joss Whedon favorite. Yes. For a couple things. Yes. Yeah. He's in Much Ado at the very least. And then probably, possibly I else Cabin in. in the Woods. I think he's the intern in Cabin in the Woods. He might or the temp. be. I'm an intern. So I don't qualify for OT. He's talking about how he doesn't get like benefits because he's a temp. <laughs> Anyway, it's the trio. It's good times. Uh, they are 
really gross. They, They're the worst. At some point in this episode, talk about hypnotizing Buffy to be their sex slave, and you're like, wow, no. No, guys. No. They write it on the board. They write it on it's the board. terrible. All along with miniaturizing Fort Knox. Right. Controlling the weather. Right. Uh, some sort of ray, I think. Probably. Chicks, chicks, chicks. Yeah. That's three of the points on the board. Yeah, it's good times. They've got they've got evil plans, right? They do. They basically have decided. Uh, I, I think I'm going to s- skip ahead through this a little yeah. bit because this is broken up over a few different scenes sure. that we see them in. But <laughs> they have they have a scene where they they sort of say, "What did we say when we got together? We said we were going to team up and take over Sunnydale, and then it cuts to them playing D and D. Just it's like, oh no, that's too real. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Gotta love it. Yeah. But essentially, it just sort of seems... It's very lackluster, right? Yes. They just sort of decided, oh, you know, our lives aren't that exciting. Let's just team up and take over Sunnydale. We all have these different talents we can bring to the team, you know? And they do a really quick run through of the things that they've done. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, it's all good. Because they're making offers to this demon that they are not actually doing very good at controlling. I mean, the very first shot of the trio is perfect because it's (laughs) just, you've just been looking at this intimidating demon. Yeah. And then it cuts to these three slack-jawed idiots. In their fucking beanbag chairs. In their beanbag chairs. <laughs> Little Jay's covered himself with money. <laughs> like, how much money did this bank have? The stuff they bought? A lot of stuff. Periscope. They installed a periscope in the basement. Again, to look at ladies. Super gross. Do they not have the internet? I don't know. I kind of got the feeling that it was... I thought it wasn't necessarily to look at ladies, but, like, that was uh, Warren's mom. Oh. And they just want to, like, keep tabs on where people are so that their evil plans aren't interrupted. Of the episode, though, the Periscope is, like, just sitting on a sunbathing woman. Right, yes. Like, for a prolonged period of time. Yeah, so So I I assume they primarily use it to look at ladies. Yeah, good times. They're pretty awful. So they... Warren's the worst. Yes. They try to drop in as many nerdy phrases, comments, references as they can. In the first scene that they're in, someone says, wait a parsec, which doesn't even fucking make any sense, guys. No, it's hold hold up a parsec or something? Maybe something. Back up a parsec. Oh, that does make sense. sense. Okay, I I stand corrected. Science. And then Andrew goes like screen wipe across his face yeah <laughs> yeah they and yes whenever they're holding up their hands to vote they're doing the vulcan, vulcan yeah. hand sign uh it's very ready player one with the whole thing they're just trying to cram it all in there and it actually felt a little bit to me like the caricatures on the big bang theory yeah <laughs> i was definitely getting big bang theory vibes of like look at these nerds they're like every nerd thing you know about nerd 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 <laughs> That's pretty much their motto, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so the demon wants the Slayer's head as payment for helping them rob the bank. They're like, hey, okay, we don't necessarily have that, but sex robot, question mark? (laughs) Uh, That doesn't fly so well. And then, you know, they're having moral quandaries about Buffy has saved Lil J a bunch of times. Yeah, Lil J really does not want to kill Buffy. He does not want to kill Buffy. No, and Andrew doesn't seem very interested in it either. No, but Warren is the scumbag of yeah. this group in the biggest ways. So he just hands the Slayer's address, her home address to this fellow. Which 
If I were that demon, I would probably be like, this is not good enough. No. Not at all. No. Because his whole thing is that he's pissed that he had to fight the Slayer. And so as a reward, he gets to go fight the Slayer again? By himself? Doesn't make in any her sense. house? No, that's crazy. Like, that's her lair, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Speaking... what the lair action she's going to get. <laughs> Speaking of this damn house, Giles doesn't have a place to stay because he sold his apartment off or didn't sell it, I guess. I, I, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he's just got to sleep on the old couch. <laughs> so I was like, how many fucking people are in this damn house? But actually, Everyone. five for a, a house of this size is pretty reasonable. Oh, yeah. like It's a three-bedroom house. Right. Like, it's not going to get that overly crowded no. by any means. Like, it, it's a lot more convenient, really, yeah. that most of the characters all just kind of live here for now. <laughs> Very convenient. Uh, Giles promises to help Buffy out as best he can money-wise or, like, just general life-wise. She is definitely in a place where she does not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And of course, if she goes to Giles and says, like, I'm, Giles, I'm totally screwed, all of this stuff, like, I can't handle it. He's going to say, yeah, Buffy, of course I'll help you. Later we learn what she hears is, yeah, Buffy, of course I'll do it for you. <laughs> Which is not quite what his plan was. No, not no. really. Uh, he gets denied pretty hard, too. As he tries to put a comforting hand on her knee, she just gets up and walks away. Yeah, no, she's still uh, not so good with the whole, as Willow was complaining about, I guess, emotions, emotions of any kind. Yeah, and it should be very emotional to have Giles back. <laughs> Giles is a lot more suspicious mm-hmm. than any of the other characters, I would say. I mean, Spike already knows. Yeah. So I think this is the sort of thing that Spike probably would have picked up on because of his like super insight. Yeah. But yeah, everyone else is just still in like, yay, Buffy's back mode. And Giles is like, huh. You know, he tries kind of to talk to her about what happened and she totally shuts him down. She just is shutting everything down. And he's like, this is a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let's go straight to him talking to Willow because <laughs> we've gone over other trio things. And yeah, when he asks Willow, like, hey, tell me about the spell you performed to bring Buffy back. He's just, he's casually interested. And Willow is just expecting him to be so proud and impressed. Oh, yeah. And she's going on and on about how dangerous it was. It was so scary. Giant <laughs> snake. Pack of demons. Yeah. These are all things she says. When she said giant snake, I was just like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> you know what a goddamn giant snake looks like at this point, Willow. <laughs> that snake was so small it fit inside you. <laughs> yeah, uh... Angry Giles comes back, Ooh. and we all love seeing that. We're all hyped. We are all very yeah. hyped. He calls Willow a stupid girl, which is super accurate. Fucking, she needs to hear this shit. She's not going to she listen. She is not hearing this shit. No, but he, he tells her that she was very lucky to yeah. not fuck everything up. Yeah. Like, the whole world. So this is the problem with having two narcs on a podcast, right? <laughs> like, of course, when she says, I'm not a bad guy, we're like, oh, <laughs> come on, Willow. <laughs> But yeah, we're narcs. But yes, she was very lucky and she shouldn't make a bad situation worse by saying, oh, I'm Soup's powerful, Giles. You don't want to make me mad. You mean by getting defensive and threatening Giles, she hasn't improved the situation? Somehow not. Maybe I should pretend that I'm not a narc so that we have like dissenting Ooh, opinions yeah. on this podcast. But I don't know if I can even, oh, how do I defend her? You know? Willow's yeah. right. It went fine. There you go. That's all the proof you need. She is more powerful than Giles knows. That's She's true. more powerful than 
a lot of other people on the most other people she's on the planet. She's very powerful. Incredibly. And she's Willow, so she can handle anything and it's not going to get out of control. So Willow's high intelligence, low at wisdom? Is yeah. that what that yeah, looks no, like? Yeah. We know Willow has no wisdom. Very negative wisdom. She's also really bad at lying. Yeah. Hmm. Anyhow. <laughs> Spike is doing what he does best, lurking around the outside of the Summer's home, eavesdropping on everything and anything that's going on in there. And just sort of filling this role currently of being the guy Buffy can say real stuff to. Because mm-hmm. this is literally the only person she can tell anything real to right now. <laughs> Which, if you're Spike, is great. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Well, it is and it isn't, right? Yeah. Like, if you want to get close to the Slayer, it's good. But, like, it's also a lot of downer shit coming at you. It is, but then, you know, he also makes sort of a silly joke about how he's going to murder all her friends. and That would be easier. Yeah, and gets a little bit of a laugh out of her, which, you know, other people aren't really doing. Yeah. So, man, this spike is so good. It's so much better than it was last <laughs> season. He just, he shows up and just kind of is cool and chills with Buffy yeah. instead of lurking and being, okay, so he's still lurking, but it's less creepy somehow. Yes somehow it is less creepy (laughs) so yeah buffy wants to go with the flow and make everything easier for people last episode at the end of it she was like hey guys thanks for everything you did it was definitely good thank you you're the best and now she's like okay well i did that and they're still not happy yeah so they don't like it when i just go along with things and they don't like it when i don't go along with things so what the fuck do i do (laughs) like as we said You cannot make Willow happy in this situation. No, not at all. Yeah. And then we come into my final picture for this episode. Uh, Don Marino comes downstairs to talk to Giles. This is titled Conspiracy. How did I fucking miss this one? Giant 55 on her shirt. What is with this fucking season and the number shirts, man? Illuminati confirmed. So what you're saying is we need to comb through the episodes... And find a pattern. Yes. Yeah. It goes up to 55, which is weird. That's, That's higher. That's what they want you to think. Well, if it's... Yeah. Can't be mod 26. Or it could be mod 26. <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> this will be difficult. Great. Yeah, we do have to find the pattern, though. That's for damn Just sure. Just write a computer program to find it. You're a computerman. I am a computerman. <laughs> that sounds difficult. I don't want to do that. I'll give it to the other computerman. He likes numbers more than you do. Excellent. That sounds good. <laughs> Hope he also likes character recognition. So the demon breaks into the house. And I'm like, quick, Willow, you're super powerful. Kill it. Whoa, Willow is here. Why isn't she doing anything? She doesn't show the fuck up at all. Man, she's just upstairs. She's like, oh, Buffy's got it. she got it. Giles has got it, right? Giles definitely has this handled. Giles' concussion count is going up. This note that I've been keeping on my phone for God knows how long. So long. I almost deleted this note because I was like, it's never going to happen again. Never going to happen. It's been so long. Uh, so It is played for a joke that he gets knocked out and then he comes back and he's like, first fucking day in America and I get knocked out again. So the last time this note, oh my God, the last time this note was edited uh-huh. was June 28th, <gasps> 2017. 2017? <laughs> <laughs> it's been... It's been over 52 episodes. <laughs> so either I missed one or it's been like a fucking really long time. Holy shit. <laughs> there was a Giles concussion. I, I don't know how we figure this out. 
So if my note is correct, this is the 12th Giles concussion. Oh my god. <laughs> it has been a long time since we had a concussion count. Yes. Gingerbread. I think gingerbread. Does he get concussed? No, we didn't count that. Oh. That's the problem. Because he doesn't get hit on the head. I think he just gets... Or no, maybe he doesn't get knocked out at all. Oh, chloroformed with Buffy. Right. But we, I think we decided that that doesn't count because so it's chloroformed. Revelations, which is episode 41 of this podcast, and I don't even know what that corresponds to. I mean, that sounds like more than 52 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because this is episode 104. Oh, that was right. That was the Gwendolyn Post showing oh, up. Oh, right. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So they wanted to throw it back to... Old Giles school. has been Season concussed in three. seasons. Wow. Because they realized that, that he was getting knocked out too much and it's super serious when you get a concussion. It is very serious. Yeah. So concussion count up to 12, everyone. Damn. <laughs> okay. That ratio is a lot worse than it used to be. It used to be one in three it used episodes. It insane. Yeah. Now it's gone down. Yeah. <laughs> gone down quite a bit. So yes, uh, this this demon comes in. Knocks Giles out. Willow's nowhere to be seen. Tara's nowhere to be seen. No, they're sleeping. They're, they're really sleeping. heavy sleepers. Very heavy yeah. sleepers. And the Summer's house is being smashed up again. And this time, it's really expensive. Yeah, Buffy is trying really hard to fight this demon without breaking things. Turns out that's super, super difficult. Take him outside. Yeah. She's like, oh, get him into the kitchen. Why into the kitchen? She it's wants got to the stairs to downstairs. Oh, I guess. Drown him? Isn't that what she does? No, she hits him a lot. But he's in also the water. in the water. Yeah. I don't know. But she, like, the most... She takes out a lot of her anger issues on this poor demon down in the basement, just well, wailing on him. This is what happens. They get down there, and then he breaks one of her pipes. Oh, yeah. And then she's pissed. A copper repipe. Repipe, sorry. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. Yeah. So the nerds are happy about this. Mm. Uh, everyone's super gross. And Warren is shown wearing some sort of proto-VR headset. I lost my mind. He's jacked in, Michaela. He's jacked in. That's He's why alive. That's why I called the picture I took <gasps> jacked in. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I thought that's what you were referencing. No, I no. already wrote down that he was jacked in Obviously, and that he was alive. Look at his... When he swiveled around wearing his like proto-VR, I just... Oh I would God. love to know what the fuck this thing is. And well, he seems to be holding like a PlayStation controller. But, I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's terrible. It's so good. <sighs> um, what else is happening? They're super happy. All the furniture got broke and I'm like, quick Xander, carpent it. And he, he doesn't. does. He tries. S sort of. Apparently the table is super shitty. So yeah. he can't even fix it. <laughs> They've got a chair fixed up with duct tape that mm. Buffy's sitting on. The lamp is fucked. Everything's fucked in here. And we end the episode with a quick phone call coming into the Summers household. <gasps> Who could it be? Who's phoning Buffy that is not in this house right now? Other Riley? Than Spike. Riley! <laughs> it is Riley. <laughs> now we're just lying to our poor listeners. It's not Riley? I feel like you're only lying to Hannah at this <laughs> point. <laughs> It's Angel. Yeah, it's Angel. Angel wanted to talk to her. She, Surprise. He's, he's somewhere that isn't LA and isn't Sunnydale, and she needs to go see him. And I guess we'll find out what happens next time on Angel. Woo! So they make a point of saying that they, like, meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And, like, this is not shown on Angel. 
What? So on Angel, I'm gonna I'm just read you the, like a little part of this synopsis. Yeah. Um, Wesley and Cordelia mockingly act out a summary of Buffy a summary of Buffy and Angel's relationship while Angel is somewhere between Sunnydale and LA visiting his resurrected ex-lover. Is that Darla again? Oh, resurrected ex-lover. It's Buffy. Buffy, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then Angel walks in and Cordelia attempts to get him to talk about what went on with him and Buffy, but he won't. <laughs> so I don't know if that comes up again later in this Angel episode. I don't really want to read this entire thing. I have huh. to say, though, I, I have, like, a bit of a memory of Wesley and Cordelia mockingly. Yeah, and it sounds fucking hilarious. Sounds I think we should go watch it right yeah, after this. <laughs> that'd be good. Is Angel on Netflix? We'll find it somewhere. I'm going to anyway, look. Yeah. It'll be good times. And that's our episode. She leaves all the mess and the bills behind with Giles. He said he'd help out. Yeah, thanks, she's like, Giles. thanks so much, Giles. Like, oh, you're really saving my life here. Like, I definitely owe you one. And he, you can see he wanted to be like, no, I wanted us to do this together so you'd like learn about mm. it. But instead, she's just like, I have to go see Angel. I have to. Yeah, she right doesn't now. even really I leave immediately. say thanks to Giles mm, much. She's no. just like, cool, bye, leaving. No, she really says it like she just expects it to happen. And mm-hmm. like, it's not that Almost Giles like she is lacks empathy. doing a favor for her. It's just like, of course Giles is doing this. Right. She, It's very entitled. Yeah. And that's our episode. Michaela, how did you like that? I mean, I think I already sort of touched on this. That we won't remember this episode in two or three episodes from now? Obviously, we have the... Like, this is setting up a lot of what this season is. Yeah. Of, yeah, Buffy's an adult who has money troubles. (laughs) (laughs) What a great season we're in for. And here are some nerds to oppose her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... There's some some things, right? You have your power creep. Yes. And the previous season was Buffy fighting a god. God, yeah. Where do you go from there? To space. <laughs> Buffy in space. Fast and Furious 10, guys. That's what it's going to be about. It's going to be in space. It has to be in space. It has to be. Like nine? No. Ten? Space. Mm. Yeah. Nine's the wrong time yeah. for it. Uh, <laughs> but right. So you can't... There, there aren't a lot of enemies who are going to be more powerful or more of a threat than glory what about the concept of drugs (laughs) isn't that the most powerful enemy all of america's military might could not defeat it right so maybe that'll come up maybe drugs will come up maybe just living you know (laughs) that's the real enemy here is tough yeah (laughs) the hardest thing for the slayer to do the hardest to live yeah yeah. The hardest thing in this world is to live in it. Yeah. Buffy set it up herself. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, it's definitely a bit of a different season. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it is polarizing. Very much so. Uh, who won this episode? The nerds? I have... So I guess that's a good question. Do we want to make them sort of a unit? Who? <laughs> Increasingly towards the end of the season, no. But for now, Currently, yes. Currently, yeah. And I would say that, yes, they are the winners. Yeah. Because they get away scot-free with their bank robbery. Yeah. Buffy takes care of the demon for them. Yeah. They have really an unreasonable amount of money. Yeah. Like so much money. Way too much money. What was all that money doing at the Sunnydale Bank? Right. That's probably only one bank. registers. Right. Like it shouldn't be in the safe. Isn't that how banks work? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) There should not be that much cash. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Yes. They they win for now. Uh, And... Finally, I would say this is an episode bereft of choice. What's the best outfit? I think I agree with you. Oh, no. It's the demon in his shiny shirt. Okay. He yeah. wins for He's sure. He's fly as hell. His shirt's so crazy. I so just... good. 
Like some, someone... I didn't notice how crazy it was. I just didn't take a picture of it. Someone looked at him and they were like, you know what would make him more menacing? This really shiny red shirt. <laughs> Check out the only thing that I could find in your size. <laughs> You're a big guy, Mr. Demon, sir. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. Uh, what has our good friend Taylor Kingston written about this episode? Well, I'd like you to tell me. So I have <laughs> taken the initiative here. Unfortunately, Taylor Kingston has been absent these past three episodes now which we panicked about we panicked hard last episode and thus have created yes our i have own. written you a have i have style never review. heard it i'm very excited to hear it excellent uh, i looked into it and this is episode four mm-hmm. i looked at episodes four through ten and okay. the rest of them after this oh fantastic had oh thank god so if we run into this problem again i'll look at more but i mean i read too many yeah. Titles as it was, right? <laughs> well, this is the problem with relying on a completely separate third party for some of your content. <laughs> but just, it's been so reliable. It's been so reliable. Right? We were lulled into a false sense of security. I do remember there have been times yeah. without Teaks, but the having... So rare. I think three in a row. This would have been the third in a row with yeah, no Teaks. and never happened. Hence our, our panic response. Yeah. All right, Michaela, I want you to guess what I have titled this review. Okay. The one where Buffy's basement floods. The one where the basement floods. Woo! You are Teeks. We are Teeks. We are Teeks. I really tried to get in the headspace for this, and I think I'm off the mark on a few things. That's but, okay. You know, I support that's fine. you. We'll workshop it. I love this episode. It is one of my favorite episodes of season six and the entire series. Good. In this episode, comma, Buffy manages to flood the basement of her house, comma, has to pay for new water pipes, comma, and has no money because of all the hospital bills. So she has to go to the bank to get a loan. Whilst there, a demon attacks the bank and robs it. After Buffy fends off the demon, she asks the bank manager to pay her for saving him, but he still refuses. It's just so fun. (laughs) In the end, it was the trio who sent the demon to rob the bank, and Buffy kills the demon. Best part of the episode, the trio. Worst part of the episode, when Giles confronts Willow about how dangerous her spells are. Overall, I give this episode a 9 out of 10, which in my ratings book is... Amazing. So I will say that your review is too coherent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I focused on really just some parts of it. So you definitely made it really top heavy. Yeah. And then just shoved like 75% of the episode into two sentences, exactly. which I really appreciated. Yes. But I just felt like it followed no, it what does, actually it happened. It does follow too A little too, too closely. closely. Mm-hmm. The good use of commas. Yes. Um... Do, do, do I think that Teeks likes the trio? We know that he considers them in the top half oh, of season so villains. Because the trio is widely hated, generally, oh. as villains. Teeks mentioned in a previous review that, like, Glory... Because when Glory got introduced, mm-hmm. he was, like, my favorite villain after the trio and the mayor or something. Or something. So it could... And it could be... So they're pretty wacky, right? Yeah. They're not threatening. So I think other people dislike them because of how unthreatening they are, which... (laughs) I mean, they're gross, and I don't like them for that reason, but otherwise they're pretty fun. I'm just trying to look. Because, yeah, I and I say that people don't like them because when I was looking through all the reviews of the, you know, following episodes, Mm -hmm. I distinctly remember seeing something, like, that said, you know... My, my least favorite villains or God, I hate the trio. Like, right. Multiple things that were anti-trio. So I don't think that people are super hyped about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fair. 
So yeah, that's our uh, that's our episode, I guess. Delightful, absolutely delightful. What's coming up next time? The next episode is called Life Cereal. Okay. Any cereal thoughts? like breakfast cereal or yeah. cereal like killer? Yeah, like Buffy gets a job at the cereal factory, right, to support Dawn and pay the bills. I like that. That sounds good. <laughs> that's what it is. So <laughs> yeah, uh, Buffy does need a job. That's been made very clear. And if she why is the angel thing i'm so excited to see what happens as a result of whatever this angel thing is honestly i i just feel like it's nothing i (laughs) which but what what's it setting up then what what's the purpose of it i don't know maybe the purpose of it is simply that it would be very strange if angel did heard about this and didn't get in contact with her yeah I, mm. <laughs> so weird it's just all right hmm. well possible angel mysteries revealed possible working in a cereal factory possible just job in general which seems more likely and uh we'll see all of that next time until then our listeners can always reach out via email beyond the new.hellmouth at gmail.com they can find uh our pictures on facebook search welcome to the hellmouth and you can find us individually on B-Talk, B-E-E, a proximity-based chat app. I'm pretty sure I know what your handle for this is. Just get within 100 kilometers of us, and I'll show up as at Beats Bears Battlestar Galactica. First take, first try. Oh, Michaela. yeah. We'll buy that. Uh, I think I've done Wicker Man once before. Cause, and... Yeah, there was a Wicker thing. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. I thought it was something B-related. No. I was worried it was this. <laughs> no. It's Wicker. That's yeah. what it was called. It was, yeah. Oh, so I God. really feel like I can't, I can't Wicker do that. Wicker me. Yeah. <laughs> I was so concerned because I was like, I remember you doing mm. uh, this won't bring back your honey. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just be on there at, hmm. I still just want to go Wicker Man. Do it. Oh, yeah. Follow your heart. Oh my heart. I'll just be on there at not the bees. Very nice. And until next time. Farewell from the Hellmouth. Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth.